0: This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Ron Terry and Polly Miller from the High Mountain Hay Fever Festival Association. Both are board members, and Ron has recently been elected president. Under full disclosure, I, too, am a board member of High Mountain Hay Fever. Folks, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: Now, this interview is going to be a little different for our typical High Mountain Hay Fever interview. Normally, I talk with Ron Thomason or Ron and Heidi when it gets close to the festival and we talk about the artists and what people can expect on that weekend. But today, we're taking a peek behind the curtains. As we get started, Ron, how long have you been in the Valley? And what brought you to the board of High Mountain Hay Fever?
1: Well, I moved here 10 years ago this month. And a friend of mine introduced me to the festival, which I thoroughly enjoyed, spent four days in the same seat, and really had no exposure to bluegrass music until I came to the Valley, and I've fallen in love with it. And at some point, I made the mistake of asking one of the board members how I could get involved. And 10 years later, I sit here as the new president and enjoying every minute of it.
0: Perfect. Polly, how about you... How long have you been in the Valley?
2: I have been here for about 17 years, and we're lucky enough to be in an area where the festival sort of echoes into the neighborhood, and a friend who was involved in sponsorship had to move, and she said, you know, you've got the enthusiasm. Let's get this done.
0: Ron, the festival's been around for quite a few years. Where are we in that cycle?
1: We are in our 20th year celebrating that, and we're excited about that, Gary. The festival has been really a highlight in this valley in the summertime, and each year brings in 3,000 to 4,000 people uh, to the area, uh, and we are looking forward to the next festival coming up at this July.
0: And Ron, according to my calculations, over the 20 years of the festival's existence, you're only the third president Will was president, and then Ron Thomason. You've got big shoes to
1: fill. Yeah, I will never be able to fill those shoes. Uh, Knowing Ron Thomason as I do, I did not have the opportunity to work with Will, but I'm excited about the, the future and the challenges ahead of us and looking forward to putting on a great festival. Great. Will was a great person. Polly, you worked with Will.
2: Oh, yes, and and I do have to say when you start talking about filling shoes, if you're going to be Ron, you're going to need to develop a mandolin skill, and if you're going to be Will, you're going to have to learn how to dance. Will <laughs> would dance all through the festival just fabulously. So in addition to all of his insight, we got his joy.
0: Exactly. Polly, you've been with the festival a long time as we were talking before this, some of the board members have been around all 20 years.
2: All 20 years. More than half of the festival board has been around 20 years. I've been here probably about 15. And what I have been charged to do is see if we can't raise awareness in the community by sponsorship and by getting people who are in the community to volunteer and become part of the family of Hay Fever Basically, Hay Fever Board is like a family. Everyone who's been on it has has known each other some time and have interacted with the community a great deal.
0: Polly, how might someone get involved with sponsorship?
2: Oh, we'd just love to have you be a sponsor and be part of our, our Hay Fever family. There's a donation, and your donation can buy you a page in the program. You can be a, a, on as a a fan or we can have you be as one of our co-sponsors of the whole event only $5000 uh, but what it involves is you can be a banner person you can have your name in the program if you have a website we can even attach your a link so that your website is reached from our website and those are the kinds of things that are are seen what the sponsorship really does is helps us to do what we started out doing. When this festival was put together, it was so that the children in the valley might receive better medical care. And so we started out by donating the monies that we could to the community after the festival, which included the sponsorship money and the money that we raised from the festival. And over the years, we've contributed about $800,000 to the community. And recently, our really exciting thing started in in 2016 when we took on the Children's Fund. Over those years, we've contributed $306,000 to the Children's Fund. And last year, we even were able to give them $75,000. And these programs are fabulous throughout the Valley. They go from horseback riding that is curative to library programs, swimming programs, backpack programs, camping programs, and they span the whole need of the kids in our valley.
0: And the Children's Health Fund has been going for eight years now. That's an impressive thing. Uh, They've got the same group of people, uh, so they've got that kind of history also.
2: Their board is the same that started in 2016, I believe.
0: So Polly, if someone out there in Radioland was interested in finding out more about sponsoring High Mountain Hay Fever, how would they best do that?
2: Oh, the very best way is to look at the website. The website goes into detail. And I'm always available if anyone would like to give me a call. 719-783-2733. And my name is Polly and I'm more than happy to give you any information and answer any questions you might have. And, they, and we're also, in addition to sponsors, we're looking to those who might like to volunteer.
0: And Ron, you get to be president, but that doesn't mean you get to micromanage during the festival. You help run the gate, which is a key thing. Tell me a bit about that. And a lot of volunteers end up
1: working with you. Gary, we wouldn't have a high mountain hay fever organization were it not for our volunteers. None of the board members are in paid positions. They're all volunteers, as are most of our volunteers that you would see at the uh, festival itself. There are, on a day-to-day basis, anywhere from 30 to 40 people from a multi-state area who come to the festival just to volunteer and hear the music. Uh, We have volunteers coming from Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, and all parts of Colorado, as, as well as New Mexico to our south. So, yes, I work at the front gate. Uh, we have volunteers there either taking uh, tickets or in some way affixing wristbands to our, our patrons that come into the gate. Uh, and so we're always looking for people to help us out.
2: And they do a wonderful job of welcoming all the people. That's, that's a really big thing that you all do.
0: Uh, Ron, if someone were interested in volunteering, how would they best contact us?
1: Gary, we would love to hear from them, and they just need to go to our website, the High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass Festival, and you will find all the information, indicate an interest in volunteering. Someone will get in touch with uh, myself or one of the other board members, and then we will find out what you're interested in doing and uh, would look forward to working with you.
0: Okay. So, Ron and Polly, if someone has never been to Westcliffe or High Mountain Hay Fever, and they asked about the festival, what would you tell them?
2: I would tell them that's a wonderful way to spend four days looking at the most beautiful scenery in all of Colorado. It's warm, and it's blue sky, big clouds, wonderful mountains, and lots of great music, lots of good food, and you know... Again, back to this family thing, everybody who comes seems to be part of the family. They just seem to enjoy each other. You know, there's lots of kibitzing around. It's a, it's a wonderful way to spend four days.
1: How about you, Ron? The venue is beyond spectacular. I, I would have never thought about that coming here in 2013, but it is a gorgeous backdrop for music. And as Polly has said, and I'm reiterating, is a sense of family, a, a, a small group, but they love bluegrass music or they've just been introduced to bluegrass music and they're looking forward to seeing what that's all about.
2: Small scale, big time.
1: Yes. I ran into
0: a couple uh, in the coffee shop. They were from out of town. We started talking about music and they said, oh, we've been to the the bluegrass festival. They said, we've been to 90 festivals over the years in different parts and High Mountain Hay Fever is our favorite. And I said, so what is it? And he said, it's just got this family feel. Some of the festivals are huge. With this festival, you can find any of the performers and walk up to them after they're set and have a conversation with them, take a picture with them, and people like that kind of thing.
2: Well, and the performers even say the same thing. The performers that come are always excited about being here because it has such a feel.
0: I remember talking to Lou Reed, who's was here with his band, Carolina. He said, I would always come to High Mountain Hay Fever as a first choice.
1: There's something for everyone. We've got workshops going on for young people. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are workshops for adults. There's even a square dance. Uh, There's all types of things. If you decide to um, move around the community and, and meet some other people in Westcliff, you're going to find other things that you can do. There's also over 200 camping sites for those who want to bring their vehicles in and their campers or whatever they have are just uh, pitch a tent in one of the campsites, which is only a block away from where the venue is.
2: As Ron says, the hay seeds are. Are one of our favorite, and that's the children. You don't think of children at a, a festival like this, and but that again, that's that family thing.
0: I have been recruited to help teach ukulele to oh. uh, some of the hayseeds, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah. So, uh,
2: well, then they all get one yeah, to yeah. use. That, that's fabulous. That is
0: that is right. That's a good uh, good summary of what goes on. Give us a little peek, Ron, behind the scenes with the board. You mentioned that there's a board poly. You said, hey, there's a bunch of people that have been here the whole time. How does that work behind the scenes?
1: The uh, board is a working board. This isn't an executive-type board that comes in once a quarter and uh, has refreshments and then leaves, votes on a few matters. Uh, Each person around the table in the boardroom has a function during bluegrass. Uh, I work at the front gate, and that's where I'll be greeting people for the entire duration of the festival. Polly is working with our sponsors, and and she's sort of our diplomat and out there in the front of of things uh, helping people decide what, level they would like to come in as sponsorship so each board member has a task Uh, we'll have people overseeing our refreshments in terms of the beer tin and the wine tin and those sorts of things the gate is there we will have someone working with our entertainers so one of the board members will be there to greet them to ensure that they're ready for their performance and and help in that regard so it's what really when we come together as polly says a family and each of us has our own task or mission within this small group of people
0: great run as we run out of time give us the dates and maybe a, a highlight of the artists or two
1: july 6th through the 9th and uh, one of the highlights uh, gary is the first night the thursday night is for locals so the the, the cost of admission is next to nothing and uh, usually that's when all of our local people from the county will, will be there uh, we've got a uh, 12 great acts coming in, including uh, Ralph Stanley and, and his band, a Grammy Award winner. We've got a group that kind of caters more to younger people, the Baker family, uh, who are much younger. Uh, and uh, we will have something for everyone. I can guarantee that, Gary.
0: And Ralph Stanley II has been here before and puts on a great show. Yes, yes. One more time, Polly, you're looking for sponsors.
2: I am, because they're at the heart of our, our festival. Their banners hang in, in, the, in the wind and sometimes fall. <laughs> but they, they certainly announce everybody in the community, let them know the people who are really behind it.
1: And Ron, volunteers. We couldn't run the festival without our volunteers. So that's critical to us having a successful festival.
0: So folks out there in Radioland, if you're interested in getting involved with one of the oldest events in the Valley, consider High Mountain Hay Fever. Ron and Polly, thanks for stopping by.
2: Thank you, Gary.
0: Thank you, Gary. Pleasure. And I will be uh, trying to interview Ron Thomason as the festival gets closer, and we'll talk more about the artists. We've been visiting with Ron Terry and Polly Miller, board members of High Mountain Hay Fever Festival Association. Polly is a board member, and Ron is the new president. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM.